Thank you so much for joining us for our third episode of Henry's Dashboard Dialogue. We talk about things that are going on, that might need to be going on, some things that have happened, some other things that need to be dealt with. That's why we call it Dashboard Dialogues. And we are so tickled to have a very busy gentleman on this program who was kind enough to take the time to come and be on Dashboard Dialogues. Joe Plunk is the district director of the Transportation Cabinet District in Bowling Green. Now, how many counties is that, Joe? That's 10 counties. It's generally the Barron River Area Development District area. Anything related to a state highway. Think about a numbered highway at US 31E, 31W, I-65. All of that are maintained by KYTC and uh, we're very proud of the work that we do. It's fascinating to me because you got to maintain it but you also got to improve it. It's uh, from cradle to grave basically. You think about designing a road, planning it, but also the time it takes to construct. Make sure you have the funding for that and then we maintain it in perpetuity. I'm sure that you deal with a lot of people who give you a lot of suggestions about things that ought to be dealt with and there's a a whole lot that goes into deciding what the next projects are going to be, which is how we got to this dashboard dialogue program today, where we entitled it, So What's Happening with the Tunnel in Downtown Glasgow? It was closed in 2015. It has a very interesting history. Uh, so by the way, we commonly refer to it as a tunnel, but in fact it is a masonry arch structure. So a tunnel would be something that we dig into the ground to get from one side of the hill to the other. I want you to say that term again so everybody gets that down. It is a masonry arch, or think about stacked stone. You're stacking stone to create an arch. But it does look like a tunnel if you're on Water Street, so we kind of jokingly refer to it as that, but the structure was constructed in 1914, only two years after there was even a State Department of Transportation, by the way. So it's more than 100 years old, and in 2015, unfortunately, because it, it had deteriorated in such a way, the structure had to be closed. Some of those rock, the masonry, uh, the, the grout and, and the stone was starting to chip away, water infiltrates the ground above and it, we just for safety purposes we didn't want rock falling on people or their automobiles so we you said it was built in 1914 1914 yes that's my goodness and you all have to maintain whatever technology was used to build that yes and the, the state did not build it i'm not we're not really sure who built the structure at the time but certainly we have maintained it over the years and we've plugged the holes if you will to keep it from deteriorating any further but that starting in 2015 we started the process to uh, have folks analyze and design and, and now moving into the next phases of the project. One of the reasons why you and I are talking is because beginning this week, there's work started on this masonry arch structure replacement, Joe. This is very timely because the week of Thanksgiving, we're going to be doing some core drilling on Ray Street. So that's the street over top of the structure. Uh, 10,000 vehicles per day, we know it's going to be impactful, but we're going to have to close the road during the day uh, while we do some drilling. This is to get a core sand samples, uh, soil samples to do some testing and, and know where the rock is and all that's important uh, there to help us make important decisions on this. Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, y'all will be working down there all of those days? Yes, from sun up to sundown is the plan. Hopefully we finish it in two days, but we, we're just planning for the worst case. It could be into Wednesday. So really, you are being responsible by just seeing what you got? Oh, absolutely. It's a big part of, of the ingredients to building the design. So the design is nearly completed, but these are important steps to 
wrap up the design before we start working with landowners. We're going to have to acquire some property for some folks. Working with the utility companies like Glasgow Water Company, who has a major water line that runs down the street. So all these are important components before we ever get to construction. Out of respect for the Kentucky Transportation Cabinet, this hadn't been laying on somebody's desk forever. It's just these things just take time to get it all figured out, doesn't it? It takes too long, in my opinion, and, and I'm sorry about that. P people probably think there is no progress, but uh, we had to go through an analysis of what are some of our concepts that we can do to re recreate this structure. And because it is a historic structure and it contributes to the downtown historic nature, uh, we have some requirements are required by federal law uh, to uh, to get environmental approvals and permitting and that those sorts of things. So it takes it takes a while, but we're finally at a point where we can next year start working with landowners and the utility companies. You all are going to be shutting down the street here Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday of this week. That means in the morning and the afternoon peak times, folks will have to find alternate ways around for those three days. But you know, really, it's a good trial period because when we're do move into construction, it's going to be closed for months because we'll have to tear out the old structure, rebuild the new structure. So um, when this happens, I'd say best case scenario, spring or summer of 2025, still about a year and a half away, it will be closed for many months. What's the pressure on you uh, as the person who runs the transportation cabinet in this district when you're dealing with an historic structure? Well, I want to be clear that this is a team effort. So there's a lot of folks involved into the weeds, even more so than I am, bridge engineers, designers, right-of-way agents, environmental scientists. Our uh, consultant partners from Louisville, Michael Baker International, they've been a big part of this and have a local presence here in Glasgow. A lot of folks want to do the right thing, and we've received input from the, from the city, from local officials on what this structure should look like. We want it to still look like a structure, uh, like an arch. We don't want to just build a bridge, race street over water street. We want it to still look historical and have those kind of uh, aesthetic appeals to the structure. Our structure is, is race street over water street, but then there is a privately owned building that uh, also sits over top of Water Street. We're not touching that, so it'll still be there. It's privately owned. It's not. It's not part of our efforts. But we'll still, in the in, when it's all said and done, we'll still have the two arches. So there'll be eastbound one direct in one arch, westbound in another arch. But we're also going to be including lighting and facilities for pedestrians to safely walk through the structure. There's a lot of synergy happening downtown. Us working on this structure, the city and the county working together to make good things happen here. This will be perfect to, for it to happen about the time the Justice Center is coming online. I wanted to mention too that the structure as it exists today has a seven-foot clearance. So it's uh, impactful as far as a lot of vehicles that cannot go through the structure. Uh, but when this is completed, there will be a taller clearance. I don't quite remember what it is. I think it's in the 10 or 11 foot range. But you'll have uh, the ability for larger vehicles to go through the structure. There's some local stories that come out every so often about somebody driving a bus or something underneath there and getting hung up because it was only seven feet tall. Well, before it closed, we saw a box truck go through and it got stuck and it scraped its way through the the whole ceiling uh, if you will of the structure and you know obviously that just does damage and we don't want that so that there'll be a, a taller clearance but also working with you to figure out a way how do we how do we create some sort of barricade before you get to the structure so that someone in a taller vehicle will know better they don't get to a point of no return and then do damage hopefully one of these days on this 
this uh, what you call it dashboard uh, dialogue, we're going to be able to drive through this structure. So let's do that. When this we'll go down the windows, you'll be able to hear the echo of the inside of the tunnel and all that. I look forward. To Joe Plunk is the guy in charge of uh, District 3. They do a tremendous job, and we're very fortunate to have you in that position, and we're looking forward to working with you. Appreciate uh, being here, and thanks for the invitation. One time before the day.